A guten Erev Shabbos and Erev Yonta for some, and we are about to start Shear number 49 from the Svarim of Rizalek Fliskin. We're on a safer called Serenity, or Menuchas HaNefesh, Yishav Adas. And one of the keys to having Menuchas HaNefesh and Yishav Adas is to live in the present, to value this present moment that you're in right now. The way you meditate and think about it is, is that this moment is the only moment that exists for you right now. And even when you listen at the moment that you're listening right now to what I'm saying here, the previous sentence is in the past, and this is the sentence that you're presently listening to. The next breath you'll take, or that you are taking this second, is the only breath that exists for you in reality. Your last breath happened in the past, and your next breath did not happen yet. When you speak to somebody, each word you say is the only word that exists in the present. Your previous word happened in the past, and your next word will happen in the future. The thought that you are thinking in any given moment is the only thought that exists for you. Your last thought existed in the past, and your next thought will be in the future. Since you're listening right now, you could listen and think the thoughts right now, of what is being said. Now, you can switch back and forth quickly, but you can only do it one at a time as you're listening. And since you exist in only one moment in time, so in order to be calm, you only need to be calm in this moment. You create a serenity when you think calm, serene thoughts and mentally picture serene things. You could breathe slowly, relax your muscles, You remember scenes when you were serene. And you can access that state of calmness right now. And you have the ability to do so at this very moment. Or certainly after we continue and do many shiurim on this subject, and you go back to what we're saying here, it'll become easier for you to do so. So any future moment is the moment that is... uh, doesn't exist yet. What what exists now is your present moment. So regardless of how uh, you have been at any given moment in the past, or how will you be later, you only need to be serene and calm in this wor- this moment. Be calm in this moment. Some moments will be more conducive for serenity, and some will be more difficult. That's obvious in life. Sometimes stressful stressful situations do come up where it takes a little more work and effort to be calm and to be serene. But whenever you repeat these words, to be serene and calm in the moment, your brain will be focused on it. And the more frequent you say, I'm going to have Yishavadas and calmness, the more likely that this message will last for you, even when you're not repeating these words. So this is a skill that could be mastered by focusing on the present moment. This is the aside of what serenity and Yishavadas is. One anecdote is when I heard from the power of repeating, be serene this moment, I immediately realized that this is what I needed so greatly. But how can I remember these words when I needed them the most? And my refrigerator at home is a great place to post messages, but I often needed to remember this when I got faced with a challenging situation out of the house. So he wrote it on his watch band. And every time I looked at my watch, I have a reminder to be calm at that moment. And that worked well for me. 
and it, it certainly can work well for others. There are tzaddikim that somehow master this. People came to them one after the other after the other with different saras and different situations and different matzavim. And yet they learned somehow to be calm in that given moment. If, you, if you're burdened by all those that what, what happened and think about what happened 15 minutes ago or 50 minutes later, you can't focus on the present moment and be as effective as you can right now in the present moment. And that is a skill that could be worked on. It's a skill that could be developed. Another thing is to realize of how important and how much stability it is that you have with your own thoughts. It's in your thoughts that creates these emotional states. And that's really the aside of what cognitive therapy is all about. And what you focus on and how you evaluate events and perceive events and perceive situations and occurrences, that factors in on what stress you will feel or not feel. So there are positive frameworks that you could use. You have an event that happened. It could have been even a distressing event. But if you ask yourself the questions of how, what is the good of from this? How can I grow from this? How can I develop my character based on this experience? What benefit can I have from it in the long run? What is humorous about it? How could I reframe this and realize that this negative thing could actually be reframed in a positive way? And how can I turn things around and so on and so forth? That changes the pattern of your thoughts that relieves tremendously the strength, the stress or the tension or the worry or the frustration that you could possibly have from that situation. So when you're aware of your thoughts and the pictures in your mind, it could create a resourceful state as joy, confidence, enthusiasm, and it'll help you master it. You can work on not allowing stressful thoughts to settle into your consciousness. And when it comes in, you say, oh, that was just a thought. It was a worrisome thought. It's counterproductive. And now I'm going to shift my focus on something more beneficial, more helpful, more resourceful, and more important for my well-being. And you focus on those thoughts that create the states you want to have. Similar to what the Tzemach Tzedek said, the famous Vart, Tracht gut wird sein gut, think good and it will be good. And that's in general uh, to create positive results, but certainly in your own thoughts itself, it has the ability to change your emotions into being in a much better state than it actually was before. Now, it depends. Sometimes it's hard to do this. It'll take exercise, it'll take work. But if you really focus on it, sometimes you have to write it down and then counteract the negative thought with the positive thought on the event that took place. And there's a way to reframe it in a more positive way. So here's an anecdote he says. He says, are thoughts really more powerful? Are they so powerful that you could you could uh, fight with it the stressful emotions? And I was told that your thoughts are what creates your strong emotions in the first place. But of course, thoughts that are real to you can change those emotions. Now, he was skeptical at first, but the teacher continued. When you consider something to be awful or terrible or misfortune or harmful or dangerous, your nervous system reacts in ways that motivate you to protect yourself. But when you realize that what happens is for your benefit and is a blessing in disguise, you will gain from what had occurred. 
Due to this, you'll be saved from something much worse. You'll become a better person, a stronger person. You'll be able to help other people. Your nervous system will learn how to react better with relief and gratitude and even joy. And um, thinking it over, I recall a number of examples of how this can be done. And the more you practice this, and the more it's easier to change your perspective. And again, no one's disagreeing. It is, when you listen to this, and actually, frankly, when I'm listening to this myself, what crosses my mind is this is easier said than done. This is not easy, especially if you're not used to it, especially us, we're so inundated in our society and bombarded with events and occurrences and distractions and, 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 and life sometimes, let's face it, is hard. There are difficulties. There's no denying that. And to learn how to be serene and calm and yishavadas despite the stresses in life that we all go through, all of us experience pain, emotional pain, loss of loved ones, sometimes real serious issues. All of us through the course of our lives experience such things. So we have to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. And when we're scared, we're scared. When we're nervous, we're nervous. We can't blame ourselves for it whatsoever. But at the same time, we do have the ability to work on these things and to learn how to see the positive in any given moment and to learn how to be more productive and be present. So the two things, the Yisaitis we talked about today is to value this particular moment in time, the present, and also to be aware that it's indeed your thoughts that create these negative emotions. And once you reframe these thoughts and think in a more positive light, your actual emotions could change. Now on the present moment, and again, I, I didn't read it in a long time, Belinad, I'm planning on reading it again and then relay some of it in, in some shiur in Bezaz Hashem. Dale Carnegie's book on not to worry. He has a book, a great book, tremendous insights. He has two books that are well known. One is on worry, how to combat worry. The other one is how to influence people and, how, and, and be, make friends and influence people. And they're both very good books with a lot of practical advice in there. But the one on worry is indeed priceless. And one of the things that he discusses there um, is something that he mentions over here in being present is you live in, in, in tight compartments, meaning that if you have a present situation, even if it's a stressful one, you close the door behind you and they close your door in front of you and you're living in this compartment and you deal what you're dealing with now in the present moment. It becomes a lot more manageable, it becomes a lot more doable, and you become much more productive as a result, you know, people use this strategy when they're taking these tests that have a hundred, let's say a Regents or some other tests that have a hundred, let's say multiple choice questions, a hundred of them. And sometimes it, it, it takes effort, but you, you, you're, and you're nervous about it and you studied and you, and you come in in a rush and by question one, two, you're thinking, oh boy, what's going to be by 70 or 98 or a hundred. And it is a skill, but it's doable where you say to yourself, never mind. Now it's question number one. You focus on the sentence, think for a minute, and then you answer it. Then you go to number two, and you answer it. You go to number three. Small compartments of present moments. And you learn how to do that. And it takes practice, and it takes work. Sometimes it takes assistance from others. But ultimately, it's doable. And you all have way more ability, we all do, 
than we think we do on how we have the ability to control our thoughts and to be active, to be calm in the present moments and to use our thoughts in positive ways and shift it in ways that could give us more healthy, joyful, calm, peaceful emotions as a result. Have a wonderful Shabbos.